Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. We're here live at FinCon 2017 in Dallas, Texas. And I'm joined by another guest, a special guest, another first-time attendee like me, Tyler from WhenTheMoney'sGood.com. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm great. I'm tired, overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> this this conference has taken a lot of energy yes. from me. Yes. And to be a, I'm, I mean, I'm an introvert, so I drain very easily. Like I yeah. am tired and yeah. like so much energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I'm I'm the same way, and it takes so much for me to keep the energy up. Like yeah. I right before uh, award ceremony they had here, I was like I was faded. I had to go up to my hotel yeah. room and eat yeah. some food and kind of just sit there because I didn't know how much longer I was gonna last. Exactly. Quiet. <laughs> I just need peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so, being this is your first time here at at FinCon, what are your impressions? How do you feel? How do you like it? Oh, man, I love it. Um, everybody that I've met so far has been great. Everybody's really, really nice. Um, I mean, there's so much going on. There's so much to learn. And I'm always like, you know, learn, learn, learn. I think education is the best part of your of your life. Um, you should always be willing and curious to, you know, pick up new things, whether that be finance, whether that be like WordPress. I don't know, something <laughs> random. But, you know, I think it's so much information to be absorbed. There's so many great people here who are willing to help and who are just open um, about sharing their experiences and so on and so forth. So it's been a, a really great experience and I see myself coming back next year. Oh, well, it's good. Same here. I, it's like after experiencing this, you got to come back again, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and so in addition to being a new attendee to the conference, mm -hmm. you're also a new blogger, right? I am. I launched my blog on October 18th. Oh, nice. Uh, that you're a super new blogger. <laughs> <laughs> it's called When the Money's Good. So I actually started my blog in 2015, mm. but I was not consistent. Mm. I had about three posts and I was working on a fourth one and then I went to Bermuda and everything fell off. <laughs> Did um, you get lost in the triangle? <laughs> I, lo I got super lost in the triangle. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but, you know, I wanted to write about my experiences through life and, um, you know, what it was like to be a couple years out of school and kind of struggling mm. um, with, you know, everything that was going on. So I'm living paycheck to paycheck in an apartment um, out, out on the outskirts of D.C. Mm. where rent is like $1,400 a month and yeah. I only make like three grand a month. So, you know, that's almost half of my salary. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. I just recently found out how expensive D.C. was. D.C. is the most expensive place that I have ever lived in my life. <laughs> I didn't know because I, I live in Southern California. So to me, I'm like, oh, every place is cheap. But this, no. I didn't know D.C. was that high. D.C. is pretty. I think D.C., New York, and maybe one other place that I can't remember right now. But they're really expensive. That You would yeah. never think that they were that expensive. Yeah, no. Yeah, but for a two-bedroom, I think in D.C. it's about... 22, 2400. Mm, yeah, so that, okay, that is pretty close to what we're dealing with out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That, that is bad. Yeah. So for your your blog, you're basically basically ex like explaining your experience dealing with these issues exactly. from the perspective of someone recently graduated exactly. and trying to really start your life because that's that's a hard part of your life. Oh right. Going yeah. from being a broke student to being a broke employee person. <laughs> Uh, even brokers. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, it's just a, you know all about my experience and all about the things that I face as a quote unquote millennial, since everybody <laughs> loves that word. Um, you know, just the things that I go through on a regular basis, like paying rent that was way too high, or um, having a dog that you know I didn't realize could get expensive at some point yeah, in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, my dog is great. By the way, I don't want to say that my dog isn't great, but, you know, just little things that kind of pop up or pop in and out. Um, 
especially in the city or on the outskirts of the city because dc and or arlington is right outside of dc so arlington mm. or that part of northern virginia can get very expensive as well uh, okay yeah. i didn't know that. so mm-hmm. how would you describe your experience going from a student venturing out into the working world dealing with all this did you feel like you were prepared did you feel like stuff caught you off guard um so I went to Hampton University. Oh, okay, uh, I know. <laughs> real HG. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that I wasn't prepared. I was prepared enough to be in the workplace. Mm. I was prepared enough to go into the corporate world and hold my own. Mm. When it came to living on my own, I probably wasn't as prepared as I should have been. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was in school, I was like living in a dorm and. You know, I only lived on my own for one year, uh, okay. um, which was my grad year out of school. And even then I was living off of recheck, refund check money. Mm. So it was really, um, it was awkward. It was, I knew how to manage my money. Like I'm a business major. I have my MBA. Like <laughs> I should know how to create a budget and all these things. But, you know, I did not And when I got out of school, it was kind of just like, okay, let's go with the flow. You got to check now. Like, you know, let's, let's do what it do. <laughs> so, um. I can't say that I was fully prepared, even though a lot of the things that I love to learn about dealt with personal finance and money. Mm. Um, so I think there's a lot more that needs to be taught in school. Yes. Um, as well as in the home, you know, about living on your own and so on and so forth. And I definitely agree because I, I was a business major. I was a finance major in college. Mm-hmm. But none of that really gets you ready. I, mm-hmm. I was fortunate because... I was um my I was a finance major but my emphasis was in personal finance mm-hmm. like a like a financial advisor track. Oh. So I got some of that education and I still messed up. Then I I went to school for 4 years and I still messed up <laughs> even though I knew the information. But then it's even worse for someone who goes through school and that's not even a GE like a personal like a, a personal, personal finance class is not even a GE it's not right. required education. Right. So how would anyone know these skills if their parents didn't, didn't teach, teach them. them? Exactly. I mean our parents most of the time didn't really know the right way to do it anyway. Exactly. So it's like you can't expect someone who doesn't know to teach somebody else. Right. So yeah, it's it's hard to come out of school and then, oh, I'm going to set up this budget. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna save this much. I'm yeah. going to invest this way. You, it just doesn't come naturally. Yeah. Unless you learn that beforehand. And I know some people like that I grew up with, they, they did know. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, my parents, it's kind of just like we're going here with the flow. And even now my parents look to me to like kind of – take charge of their finances in a few years and I'm like guys like this is not how this is supposed to work but I think this it's the generational thing where you know you aren't taught a certain thing year after year after year after year um you're not going to hold on to it you're not going to know what to do so you know unfortunately you get to a point where it's just kind of like a pattern and at some point somebody has to break the pattern and I wanted to be the person that broke the pattern I think that's a great way to put it. A great, great way to put it. I was going to say something else, but I was like, "That's a that was so good. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything else. So, Tyler, happy I met you here. Another yeah, first-time visitor at same, FinCon. Same. I'll be happy to see you again. We'll be, you know, we veterans. We'll be have a right. year under our belt. We'll exactly. be tell, we'll tell the new people what they're supposed to be doing. Exactly. So. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Is there anything that you want to share with us about what's going on with you, with the blog, anything before we go? Um, so, I just want to say, like I said, I'm just starting out. So, be great to... Pick up some new followers. Pick up some people that I don't know. Um, follow me at When Money's Good on Twitter and When the Money's Good on Instagram, and there will be updates. Oh, nice! I really like the name When the Money's Good.com. I think that's a good good name. Thank you. Good Thank choice. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tyler, 
thank you. Appreciate you being here. And yeah, I definitely look forward to seeing what else you're going to be doing. I know after this, you're going to be motivated and yeah, see a lot of big I, things. I hope so. I hope so. It was <laughs> overwhelming. It really was. And there was a point where I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but no, thank you. And I hope to see the same for you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Just wanted to say another big thank you to Tyler from WhenTheMoneyIsGood.com for stopping by and spending a little bit of time with me to talk about her blog and all the things she has going on. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I'm sure many of you couldn't tell, but this was her very first podcast interview, uh, very first time on a podcast, period. So I think she did a great job. She's natural at it, and just, just honored that it was with me on this show. So appreciate it. Please go check out all the things she has going on. And this would just be one of many interviews to come. I know I mentioned FinCon a couple of times now, and what that is is it's a financial blogger and podcast conference that they hold each year, and it's a place where all of us who are, who are doing this thing get together to, to learn and grow and share information, and it was a great place to meet a lot of new people. So uh, please stay on the lookout for new episodes that will be coming where I've, I've got to talk with a, with a lot of these people. Uh, and as always, if you want to keep up with what's going on with the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Store, pretty much any place you can get a podcast, we're there. Uh, and also, if you want to just follow up on the day-to-day, whatever things I have going on here, you can follow the show at Popcorn Finance Podcast on Instagram and at Popcorn Finance on Twitter and Facebook, or you can just swing by popcornfinance.com. All right, so I'm going to get out of here. My voice is shot. I've been doing way more talking the past few days than I've done in a very, very long time. So, uh, But before I go, I just wanted to say appreciate you taking some time to listen to the show. I know so many other things you'd be doing, so I appreciate you spending some of that time here. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon.